So if the natural state of life is one of flow, of expansion, I mean, we see this everywhere in the natural world. Everything just seems to work. Uh, the, the seasons turn, the, the you know, uh, rain falls, the sun shines, the waves crash. All of this happens without any effort. It just happens and you don't have to make it happen. In fact, you couldn't stop it from happening. And we human beings are very much a part of that natural cycle. So if this natural flow of life is the default, then why do so many people experience life as frustrating or overwhelming or, or, or fearful or, you know, frustrating, like not able to get things that they want and, and get things in gear. Why? Well, this is the question that I've asked myself because my own life was in that spot for so long. And I realized that there are actually five clarities that are worth exploring in, in my own journey, having found satisfactory answers to each of these questions, each of these clarities, I found that I got right into that natural flow of life and things got better and better as time went on. Things got easier and easier. Growth continued to happen and yet it wasn't complex. In fact, if, if growth doesn't get simpler, it really doesn't make any sense. So as you grow, things are supposed to get easier. They're supposed to get better. They're supposed to flow more naturally and these five clarities, uh, I believe, are the key. Need nothing, appreciate everything, have it all. Welcome to the podcast that helps you architect your most self-authorized, productive, and fulfilled life. Join action philosopher Jesse Elder on a journey to greater joy, freedom, and wealth of every kind as he shares insights gained from the leading edge of liberated living. The hardest part is accepting just how easy success can be. And now, Jesse. Hey, it's Jesse, and welcome to this edition of the podcast where we're going to cover something called the five clarities. And what the heck does that even mean? Well, we're going to dive into it. And I think by the end of this episode, you will be completely armed with a whole new set of philosophies that I think you'll find will just make things flow. In fact, you might have been struggling or dealing with some problems even for a long time that can be completely reversed, completely released just as a result of what you're going to uh, experience today. And I know that's a bold claim for a simple podcast, um, but this is uh, a philosophy that has uh, created huge shifts in my own life, has literally helped me to get unstuck from what were years of these sort of closed patterns of feeling overwhelmed, feeling frustrated, feeling uh, even lost. I mean, for years of my life, I felt very drifting and like I didn't really even understand why I was here on the planet. And that's not a fun thing to understand. And so we're going to go through this five clarities philosophy. And by the end of this episode, I really feel strongly that you're going to have some sense of not only your own power, but your own purpose. And I think that this will add a lot of energy to what you're creating. So with that being said, let's get going. I uh, want to acknowledge the reviews 
that keep coming in, those of you that have taken the time to leave a review, uh, you know, we read those here and it just is so much fuel on the fire, you know, without the ability to look at you and interact and hear what you're saying or, you know, talk to you in this podcast format, those reviews are really help me to stay connected to the message and to what's valuable for you. So if you're one of those folks that's left a review, thank you so much. It, it means, really, it means the world. Uh, okay, so let's dive in. These, uh, the, that, first of all, the idea of clarity. Clarity is simply having a lack of confusion. You know, when, when you're clear, when you know what to do, for example, then all distractions disappear. And let me ask you, have you ever experienced wanting something? You know, you want to get a result or there's a problem that you have in your life that you just want it to go away. And you're in that kind of uncomfortable in-between space where you know there's a problem. You realize how it's affecting you. Uh, you, you can see the cost that this problem is creating, and yet you're not exactly sure what to do next. Maybe you don't know where the resources are to help you, or maybe you know where the resources are, but you don't know quite how to apply them, or you know, you might even be feeling uh, or have felt before stuck because you tried something in the past and it didn't work, and great, here I am again. And I, I get it. I've, I've experienced that many times myself. And so clarity really is power. Clarity is like a, a searchlight cutting through the fog. And all of a sudden, you know exactly what to do. You know exactly where to go. And from clarity comes confidence. Because when you are clear about what to do, you just do it. When you're clear about why to do something, you just do it. When, when you have that level of focus so that everything else sort of disappears, you just do it. I mean, you just do what you need to do. And after the doing of it, you look back and you realize that, hey, I've made some progress. And that's where confidence comes from. It's a luscious cycle. The more you do something, the better results you get, then you feel better about yourself. And then you go into the next one with, uh, with even more. So what I've observed, though, is that especially in this action addicted world where people are so focused on just be productive and do the thing and get it done. Okay, but that Clarity is only one clarity. It's the clarity of action. What am I going to do now? But we got to really zoom out and we got to look at the entire picture uh, of you and of your life because this is not about treating symptoms. This is not about putting a band-aid on a little problem. This is about getting in full alignment with this beautiful, natural world that we live in. Nothing in nature struggles. You say, yeah, but I watched this episode of Planet Earth where David Attenborough was narrating with the sad music as the lions were starving to death. And do, 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 do. Okay, look, that's a human perspective designed to make you watch a show and get all emotionally hooked. But have you ever noticed that those producers can make you feel whatever they want you to feel. Sometimes you're rooting for the lion because the lion cubs are starving. And other times you're rooting for the gazelle because the mean lion is chasing them. That's called storytelling. It's called production. But nowhere in nature is there a struggle. In fact, animals in the natural world don't even have a sense of linear time. So they don't have a sense of wishing that they were somewhere else or wishing that something else was better. They're simply, they, they embody presence. 
And they're very governed by natural instincts that create a built-in clarity for them. You know, there's no gazelle in the world that, you know, just wishes that it could just become a hippopotamus. (laughs) Only humans can do this stuff. Only humans can wish they were something that they're not. When you embrace what you are, everything starts to flow because then you get back in this natural zone, this natural alignment with life. So these five clarities, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I do not have the answers to these clarities for you. In fact, for for me to offer a solution would be, uh, I I think, an invasion. It, It would be abusive for me to try and suggest some answer to this. Now, that has not stopped many people around the world from offering uh, their solution to your clarity. Um, and we'll, we'll dive into that. You'll see what I mean. But here's the thing. We'll start with the action piece. People are around the world driven every day to, to find the answer. What should I do? And so this is a very natural thing to ask yourself. You know, what, what am I going to do today? I'm going to write a to-do list. Okay, but that's only one clarity. What is behind that? What is behind the the action piece, the how. Well, the how always leads to the thing that you're creating. So first, I mean, we do have the clarity of how to do something. These are the actions that you're taking, but why? All actions produce a result that create a bigger project. So what is the project that you're doing? What is the, the, the result that you'd like to create in your life? Do you want to, you know, get your body a little bit better shape? Well, that's just a project. You know, would you like to create deeper intimacy with somebody that's close to you? That's a project. And I realize it might sound kind of sterile to talk about your intimate relationships from that perspective, but hey, it is a project. So you have the action, which is the how, but then you have the what, and that's the, the project or the, or the pursuit or the, the relationship, the job. These are the areas that you wish to see improvement in. So we have two clarities already. You have the clarity of how, and then you have the clarity of what. But let's do a quick overview on all five clarities, and then you'll see how these tie together. And as you find your own answers to these questions, you will tap into a very deep place of innate knowing. Um, You'll feel a, a sense of energy and intuition that will begin to guide your actions. So knowing how you're going to do something is nice. Knowing what you're doing it for is nice. But there's something even deeper than that. And that is, why? Why are you doing it? And this is, has, it's been very gratifying, actually, and very cool to see this question of why become so popular over the last few years. You know, there's many great talks and, and books about why, and that's really useful because when you're tapped into your why, when you're tapped into your purpose, then that's pretty cool. And every project has a purpose. Every action has a purpose that supports that project. But if we zoom back even farther, you'll find that your life has a purpose. And so instead of asking, why am I doing this project? What if you ask, why am I even here? You might have found yourself asking that in a boring meeting. Why am I even here? (laughs) But I'm talking about zooming all the way out to your existence as a human being 
on this beautiful planet in this particular time. Why are you here? And that doesn't need to be a heavy question. It can actually be quite light, quite engaging. Why are you here? So this is another clarity. The first clarity is how, how am I going to do this thing? Second clarity is what am I doing it for? What am I creating? Then we have this clarity of, of why, why am I doing this? But even beyond that, why, why are you doing anything? Why are you even here? Why is your heart beating? Why are you alive? Why do you have a brain to hear these words? Do you ever think about this? What is your purpose for being? There are two more clarities and then these all tie together and you'll see exactly how that works. So another clarity is the clarity of who you are. More specifically, who are you showing up as? In one of my courses called Journal Secrets, there's a very cool exercise called Avatar Upgrade. And if you think about yourself as a, you know, like a character in a game, well, then you could be basically anything you want. So just like any game, you can upgrade your avatar. You know, maybe you get a different suit of armor or you learn a new magic spell or, you know, you develop some, some new ability or you have a, a, you know, a certain totem or an amulet, you know, that gives your character the ability to do different things. Well, you uh, are actually a collection of avatars, you know, and, and this is a very weird thing for a lot of people to think about. They're like, nope, I just, I am who I am. I'm the same everywhere I go. I respectfully, um, powerfully disagree. You are a multifaceted being that has multiple ways of being in this world. And so, for example, you might have part of your avatar that is, um, let's say like me, that, that is a philosopher, but that's only a part of who you are. And it's a very valuable part, for example, to develop your own philosopher, if that's something that resonates with you. But are you the philosopher all of the time? Are you always analyzing and thinking and discerning? I, I can think of several places right off the top of my head that that would not be appropriate. So when you are finding yourself in a different environment, when you're finding yourself in a different place with different purpose, there's other parts of you that get to come out. You know, maybe there's a part of you that is uh, an entertainer, or maybe there's a part of you that, that's a connector. Maybe there's part of you that's a healer. Maybe there's a part of you that's an athlete. Maybe part of you is a fighter. And maybe part of you is a lover. So developing these ideas of different aspects of yourself provides the answer to who am I? And really the, the actual question is, who am I being? Who am I showing up as? And so this fourth clarity, who am I? Can actually inform all the rest. See, if you start to get answers to this question, who am I? More specifically, who am I showing up as? Who do I want to show up as? You know, if you ask yourself that question before you go into a meeting, for example, do you want to walk into the meeting as the entertainer? Well, that might be appropriate. It might not. Do you want to walk in as the philosopher? Do you want to walk into the meeting as a healer? Do you want to walk into this meeting 
as a student? Do you want to walk in as a leader? Do you want to walk in as a co-creator, a collaborator? Do you want to walk in with a completely blank slate of open mind and just riff and flow and improv this whole thing? I don't know what it is for you, but you do. So before you walk into the meeting, who are you walking in as? You know, which of your avatars are you going to engage and connect with? And as our relationship continues, there are other ways that I'll I'll share with you what's worked for me and what I've shared with friends and students and clients to really explore this concept of your avatars because this just strengthens all the aspects of you. So let's just, I, I, you obviously do whatever the heck you want to do. I've found it very valuable in my life to not see myself as one fixed like way of being. No, I, I prefer to live a full spectrum life, which means having access to all these different avatars. So answering that question, who am I showing up as does inform the other clarities. Why am I here? Why am I here on the planet? Why am I here in the project? Why am I here in the relationship? Why am I here in the job? The clarity of why. Then you have the clarity of what? What am I here to do on a grand scale with my life and on a granular scale with today's activities? What am I here to create? What am I here to do? What am I here to experience? What am I here to accomplish? And then finally, how? How am I here to do that? What is the next step? What is the best next step that I can take? That's the clarity of how that creates the clarity of what, what are you doing? What are you experiencing? That is the fulfillment of the why that is executed by the who. Are you following so far? I realize this is kind of a lot of philosophy to be dumping on you in a single podcast, but I know you got this. So we have the how clarity, the what clarity, the why clarity, and the who clarity. But let's go all the way out, shall we? One of the challenges with stopping at why And I know that this is a very popular question. Start with why, right? You're going to begin with asking why. But it leaves untouched what I believe is the deepest, most leading edge question that we can ask ourselves. It's not who am I or why am I here or why am I doing this thing? Those are great. But you really want to You really want to explore this reality? You really want to get good at creating this reality? Then you have to ask this. Not just who are you, but what are you? What are you? What are you? Now observe your thoughts right now. What are answers that might come up? Common answers. Somebody, if I ask somebody, I say, what are you? And they say, well, I'm, I'm a man. I'm a woman. I'm a kid. I'm a human being. I'm, what are you? I'm, I'm an American. I'm Australian. I'm Japanese. What are you? Uh, I'm a Scorpio, a Sagittarius. I'm a, I'm a manifester. I'm a, a, what are you? Beyond 
The labels of language. What are you? I'm a human being. Okay, well, what is a human being? There are many people on this planet that believe that a human being is a collection of cells, a carbon-based unit that has somehow along the way learned to think. And through millions of years of evolution, this thinking has grown and has evolved. And I would say that that's not inaccurate. I would say that it's incomplete. What are you? In my own observation and study and rigorous testing of different philosophies and principles, I've come up against a very popular opinion that a human being is born into this world as an empty container that needs to be filled up with information so that they can function in this world. This is accomplished through family dynamics. This is accomplished through lessons in schools and churches and synagogues and mosques. This is accomplished through the observation of our fellow human beings, the accumulation of information for the purpose of survival, security, and perhaps a little bit of thriving. But the more I looked at this premise, the more flaws I discovered. Because this container approach that a human being is born without the abilities to survive, to succeed, to thrive, that approach of the empty container places the power in the hands of another to then inject whatever information they think is important so that the human being can then fulfill their expectations of what success and survival and thriving looks like. But this is an incomplete premise. What if the human being is not an empty container to be filled up with information? to be filled up with facts and figures and statistics and averages and common sense? What if instead you are not a container? What if instead you are a, a conduit, a receiver and a transmitter? What if instead of being an empty container requiring guidance from outside, what if you get to feel what's right for you and you get to flow according to your own free will choices, to operate according to your own discernment, your own judgment, and to operate completely free from the momentum of others' expectations because they are not you. 
They're not you. They don't have the feelings that you have. Nobody has the perspectives that you have and nobody has the intuitions that you have. Nobody has the desires that you have. Nobody has the dreams that you have, which means no one outside of you is qualified to inform your experience. Only you are. So what you are is the foundational question. And if it resonates for you to see yourself as a a fixed quantity of cells that is absorbing information through this thing called the brain and then operates in this world, achieving different uh, accomplishments, food and shelter and sex and status. And if that resonates, then knock yourself out. Go for it. It's your life. And if it makes sense to you, that the pattern is already fixed, that the trajectory is already set in motion, that you know what they say. There are many people in this world right now who aggressively state that there is no such thing as free will, that it's really not up to you. You are not choosing your thoughts. You are operating in a reactionary state. You're constantly influenced by everything around you, or you're influenced by your childhood, or you're influenced by your past lives, or you're influenced by the government, or you're influenced by the economy, you're influenced by the environment, you're influenced by all these things. And that's just how it is. Free will is a myth. To those people, I say, if you would like to believe that there's no such thing as free will, You are totally free to do so. What are you? Are you a collection of cells operating in a reactive mode for a few decades so that you can procreate, propagate the existing ideas? Or are you here as a free willed individual being. What if you didn't have a soul? What if you are a soul and you have a body? What if the reason why you decided to obtain this body is so that you can enjoy this physical reality? What if you're here to find out just how good it can get? Standing on the shoulders of the giants who came before you, enjoying the benefits of all the previous creations. And you're here to do the exact same thing. You're here to create. Now, I don't have your answers. But I do believe that your answers to these questions creates a very natural flow and a very natural freedom in your life. Because as you continue to ask yourself, what am I? Who am I? Who am I being? Why am I here? What am I here to do? And how exactly is the best way for me to do that right now? These five clarities, what are you? Who are you? Why are you here? What are you here to do? 
And how exactly is the best way to do that right now? And asking yourself these questions, you will find massive energy opening up in your own mind, in your own heart, in your own body, because you'll actually be partnering with this natural force of life, this natural force of creation, the same force that causes the planet to spin and that causes the seasons to turn and that creates these lovely agreements of gravity and light and heat and magnetism and all sorts of scientifically measured phenomenon. But science itself isn't done. Science can only tell history. Even the best scientists are actually historians. They're telling the story of what was. Whereas you have the opportunity to tell the story of what is. And more importantly, you can tell the story of what will be. What are you? Who are you? Who are you showing up as? Who do you want to show up as? Why are you here? Why are you doing the things that you're doing? What are you here to create? What are you here to experience? What are you here to build? And how, how exactly is the best way for you to do that right now? See, when the action is backed by solid answers of the other clarities, the action itself contains joy. The action itself is the reward. Performing the action is inherently pleasurable. It is innately rewarding to do an action, to take an action that is in alignment with the other four clarities. Now, of course, if you want to be like the rest of the world that's taking action, hoping to get a result that will then make you feel better so that then you don't have to think about the bigger questions of who you are and why you're here and what you are, you will have a lot of company. I mean, this is a big, uh, big crowd in the world right now. But I don't think that's why you're on this podcast. I don't think that's why you and I are connected. I don't think that we'd be having this conversation if you were interested in keeping the talk small. Your answers to these five clarities contain an infinite power. And you're exploring of these answers for yourself and finding answers that are right for you right now will create an unparalleled amount of energy. You'll feel the effects in your body. You feel fatigue dissipate and disappear as that fatigue is displaced by some power that perhaps we don't even have the, the words to describe. It is far more than simply chemical. Perhaps it is a sort of electrical energy that we have access to. And if you say, yeah, but where's the research on this? You're asking the wrong dude. I have immense respect for people that have the tenacity to sit in a lab and study things that uh, are on the leading edge. And that's awesome. I'm not one of them. 
a long time ago, I gave up the search for truth and I simply embraced utility. Stopped asking myself, is it true? Started asking, is it useful? And in my own exploration of these five clarities, in my own exploring the question, what am I? I found answers that created energy and I could feel the rightness of that energy and I didn't need any other validation. I didn't need any verification. I didn't need any peer-reviewed paper to prove to me what I was experiencing. As I began to ask myself, who am I and who do I want to be? I began to get answers. And I started developing these labels for all these avatars. Each of these labels started having their own sort of philosophy and their own energy. And it wasn't like uh, an escape. In fact, it was a total freedom to exercise that aspect of myself that hadn't yet been given a voice. And it's the harmony of all those aspects together that brings a richness and a diversity and a lifelong curiosity with life itself that I enjoy so much. Why am I here? Once I found the answer to that question, the greatest pain of my life disappeared. While I was in confusion about why I'm here, I was completely disconnected from, from everything, really. But as I began to find my own answers to that question, I realized that I don't believe I'm here to suffer. I don't believe that life is supposed to be hard. I don't believe that life is supposed to be a struggle. In fact, it seemed more accurate to me that life is supposed to be joyful. Expansion, experience of this full spectrum, duality, including light and dark, including up and down and left and right and male and female and pleasure and pain. I just realized that those pleasures and pains don't always have to be in proportion to one another. In fact, in my own experience, as I've expanded and elevated and raised my standards and lowered my tolerances for things that aren't in alignment with me, I find that suffering just is not a, a part of life anymore. Pain is something that exists, and there's awareness of it, but there's no longer the need to dive into it to try and get to the light at the end of the tunnel. I no longer feel the need to go into the tunnel in the first place. I believe I'm here to experience expansion and that I can always feel when I'm expanding because it feels good. And if I'm ever not feeling good, it's because I'm not following my own signal and allowing myself to fulfill my purpose and to enjoy this expansion. What I'm here to do is an evolving thing. How to do that exactly right now is one of Every, every day's greatest puzzles. What am I going to do today? How am I going to do it? I don't know. Let's figure it out. But see, once the what you are and who you are and why you're here, once those are resolved, then what you're creating and how you're doing it, that just becomes a game. You're no longer staking your survival or your sense of self on the success of a, an action. And you shift this whole experience from playing the game to win or lose you realize you won the game the moment you were born. This is the bonus level. You can't lose. You already won. Everything after this is just playing and you're playing an immortal character with infinite lives and you already have the cheat code. So why not allow yourself to honor yourself and shed the fear of disapproval and shed the need for approval in the first place? 
And when people look at you and go, my gosh, you seem a little full of yourself. You know, we couldn't help notice that you're just operating in your life and doing whatever you feel like doing. We all got together and we decided we would confront you and have a little intervention because you seem to be a little bit too happy. Didn't you realize that the fill in the blank bad thing is happening on the other side of the world? You're like, why? No, I hadn't realized that because I no longer watch the news because there's nothing new about it. It should be called the olds. It's always the same story. And it's not my story. And I found that I am actually a better service to those around me when I'm following my own sense of what's right for me. And I realize that nobody can provide that sense of rightness except for me. And they say, yes, but you're just a little full of yourself. And you look at them and you take a breath and you stand there grounded and unafraid. And you say, why, yes, I am full of myself. Who else should I be full of? This is freedom. This is the leading edge of liberated living. And your answer to these five questions, what are you? Who are you? Why are you here? What are you here to do? And how exactly is the best way for you to do that right now? That last question may contain the seeds of all the freedom you'll ever need. How exactly is the best way for you to move forward right now? This is how you Enter the slipstream of effortless, inspired action. You just look for the best thing to do right now, and you do that. You don't sit back in your head and get all logical and say, yeah, but I should do this, I should do that, I should do that. No, you should just do. And then you have experience, and then you start to develop wisdom. And then from that wisdom, now you have the ability to discern and to see something better. And then you go do that. And in one week, you can experience more actual life than 10 years of somebody who's a sedated spectator. Go out there and live. It's your life. Or don't. You, you can do whatever the heck you want to do. <laughs> it's yours to, to do what you like with. So these five clarities are worth exploring. They're worth investigating. I recognize that this is not exactly a uh, light conversation. And if you've hung in there during this entire podcast you truly have my respect. I, I do feel a level of love and, and appreciation for everything and everyone. Um, but I respect very few because I, you can't respect somebody more than they respect themselves. And so if you've made it through this entire podcast and gone through this philosophical roller coaster, then you have my respect. Go out and apply this if you find value in it. And if you'd like to share your thoughts, share your experience, or if you'd like to violently disagree, those are all welcomed perspectives. You can send an email to connect at jesseelder.com, and I'd love to hear what you've got to say about this. Thanks for making this a part of your day. I know that there are many, many choices that you have about where to put your time and your energy and your attention. These are the ultimate currencies that all of us have. And the fact that you've chosen to invite me into your life for these minutes uh, is something that I, I don't take lightly, and I do appreciate it. 
So go out and apply this. Make it uh, an amazing day or whatever's left of it for you. And uh, I will look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Until next time, peace and power and answers to the five clarities. Thank you.